Welcome everyone to Barf, Alex. Take it. <laughs> go, Are Alex. You okay, go. Chad? Go. What? <laughs> oh, I love it. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Respawning Fire. This is the Kickass Irreverent Gaming Podcast. Um, Alex asked me to do all of this at the beginning. I thought it'd be funny just to say go and. He was scared. And it was no, great. no, no. If you're listening to the audio gonna, version, I wasn't going to catch your ball there. He literally pooped his pants catch your and ball. he smeared it on the bookshelf. If you're listening, nope, if you're watching happened. the video maybe version, maybe the goose did it. If you're watching the video version, he did that thing where he recorded a version of himself and then like played that as his camera while he actually smeared the poop. So that's why you didn't see it happen. Uh, we're uh, on our special don't that. episode where it's our backlog accomplishment with Respawn and friends. We talk about an old ish or like a retro game or like something that we all wish we would have played that we didn't that you voted for over on patreon what's funny is respawning you fire. know you, you said at the beginning you know we play a game Alex, that's old go or not? that's retro yeah you know what <laughs> you know what just send it over to me let's go let's go all right, Chad, you the we have to do still on the podcast. This is a mess. This uh, you know never what? That's happens. a good point. Chad <laughs> never happens you take like the wheel. this. You take the wheel again. You got to introduce the other people. End the show, end the live, and then restart it, and we'll start over. Welcome to Respawn. <laughs> no, we're going. We're going. Uh, this, yeah, we're talking about Minute. Y'all voted for Minute over on page. No, you didn't. You voted for something, and then the Twitter poll tied I'll, that, I'll and that we part. decided Minute. Chad, you um, have to introduce the people. <laughs> we did Minute. That's the game that we're playing. I'm Chad Wait. Michael. Mumble my M and M's in us. We've got your other co-host Adam Applebee's is everything. Gumbert, how are you, Adam? I just died. It's been sixty seconds. I'm back. Nice. Did you know that the timer is not actually 60 seconds? It's an interval that is slightly longer than a minute. <laughs> Manly Brian himself from the chat and the not to be associated with 007, no time to die, but instead the time to die podcast network. How are you, Manly Brian, Mr. Sir? What game were we supposed to play? Uh, we were supposed to play Hour. The Hours. And we were supposed to play I, The uh, Hours. I played Minute to Win It with Guy Fieri on the Wii. Please tell me that's Ooh, real. Please tell me so. that game exists. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, dude, it was Funkalicious. Oh my god. Googling it now. That game was, with Guy Fieri. It was out of spelled bounds. two different ways. I'm looking at it right and now. Here's the second way. Here's the thing. I like Guy Fieri game on we i really actually like guy fieri a lot minutes is it, it real? for the record it's here's the thing chad it's a real game it's not a cooking game it seems like it's some sort of like like weird like beer pong game i don't know there's not a lot of screenshots of this game but it's definitely not a cooking game which is disappointing well the food network is the first hit on this and it says guys grocery games glossary so I'm gonna click on this, and we're gonna explore this for a minute. See what we did there. How did you I not? Have, how did you I not get the, accurate results with that search? ABC, a virtual alphabet soup of letters, is how Guy Fieri <laughs> describes his game, known as ABC. This is stupid. I have the, We've um, also got Alex. Cozy up to me, Cozina. How are you, Alex? Thank you, Chad. This has You're been welcome. just a an excellent intro so far to this podcast. Truly just flawless. Um, thank you, Adam. I have the uh, Amazon.com uh, description oh. of uh, the Minute to Win It game uh, in front of my eyes right here, right now. Now, there's no 
general like summary of what exactly the game is about, but they do have a section titled about this item. Bullet point number one, 36 exciting mini games, an assortment of 36 challenges are randomly selected to create a 10 round battle to heat up the competition. Yeah, man. Balance board compatible okay. to add even more intensity to oh, the fast-paced competition. Board? The Wii version of Minute to Win It is compatible with the Wii balance board. Up to four players can battle at a time to increase the competition. Bullet point number three, full character customization. Players can customize their characters to fully immerse themselves in the Minute to Win It experience. And finally, the final bullet point, adrenaline-fueled competition. I feel like this is the same bullet point four <laughs> times in a row. <laughs> As the prize money increases, so does the level of difficulty making each challenge deceptively difficult. Players are sure to feel the adrenaline rush as the stakes increase each round. This game uh, is only $8.99 American, which is actually not that bad. Um, apparently, there is a version for the Nintendo DS that is slightly more expensive. It's uh, $9.95, and the 360 version was $14. It Ooh. seems kind of like a steal, to be honest with you guys. Minute. I don't know that's about a, you. That's a minute, everybody. Great game. <laughs> yeah. That's about all and I got to say about Minute. And that's a review of Minute. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the show, the you guys. Proper. Yeah. All right. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we're here to review Minute. Spelled now, sorry to interrupt you, Alex, but I have a <laughs> oh, very no. important <laughs> announcement to make. I have oh, an great. exclusive <gasps> limited run Mountain Dew flavor that... I have never seen before. Let me see if I, I can show you this flavor here. Oh my god! It's called. Uh, can you see Mountain that? Mountain Dew pee pee. <laughs> wow! It literally says oh pee pee rush. Is that rush? Pee pee rush? Is that what it says? <laughs> pee pee rush. I'm a little worried about it because it looks like Windex. Did I you, think that. Did you legit? <laughs> design a label and print it out for this bit because that is fantastic i just think that if your I... if your pee pee looks like this i don't know maybe you see a doctor alex maybe you have a better chance for that since you have free health care we're just gonna tough it out over here in america but Oof, i don't know what does it say. mean when my pee pee is blue like windex but the liquid part not the fleshy oh. fun tube Thank you. The mystery Chat of GPT. blue pee. The reason for blue pee is not a shocking one. The blue urine was the result of diet of European buckthorn, Romnus cathartica. Let me read Here's the ingredients. Let oh, me read the ingredients. Okay, okay, okay. This is a right. bird. European this is a bird pee. It's just about magic. Bird you know. pee is blue. European buckthorn on the ingredients list. Second one. <laughs> right before uh, corn syrup. Oh my God. Here's what I'll say. When it comes to blue colored drinks, there's a lot of trickery going on in the drink industry. I don't know if you guys have ever had it, but there is a brand of kombucha drinks called Rise and their peach and mango drink is blue color. This is actually real. I was actually at a food truck festival yesterday and they were giving out free samples and their peach and mango drink is blue for whatever reason. Of course, there's also blue raspberry and we already know, you know, all about the trickery going on there about how a blue raspberry literally is not a thing. I think we should get more on topic. Let's talk a little bit about <laughs> minute. Now, here's the thing as Chad alluded to earlier. Um, there was a little bit of fuckery that happened uh, with this particular barf game voting. Uh, we put out the poll 
on April 30th, and we asked you to vote between Minute, Gorogoa, Gato Roboto, and Mary's Room. Uh, I actually chose all four of the games that I just listed because I was like, you know what? We've been playing too many games so far this year that are way too long. E even games like Final Fantasy, um, what was it? Stranger Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. Not the longest game in the world, but like still like kind of on the long side. And so I was like, let's, you know, have a little bit of a palate cleanser. Let's play some games that are, are a little bit on the short side, but that are still renowned for being pretty good. Um, the one person that voted in this poll on uh, the Patreon <laughs> yeah, we got a whopping voted one for vote. Gorogoa. <laughs> and the people that voted on Twitter uh, <clears throat> ultimately voted for Minute. And I was the tiebreaker, and I decided, you know what? Let's just go with Minute on this one. And so we went with Minute. And That's the case yeah. where the popular vote won, and the Electoral College did not. It's <laughs> really the case. Yeah, it's Alex. The it, electoral kind of, college kind of a weird scenario is like it, it for you Canadians. It's like <laughs> when a bunch of rich people get in a room and they decide we're gonna let the Americans think that they actually control this country, but like, yeah, we got this. It's real life pay to win. Yep. <sighs> Let's move on. Let's talk a little bit about minute. Minute. I feel and like we I'm said that six times. Not, <laughs> definitely not reading off of Wikipedia. The problem is that this podcast basically ends every minute, and then when it begins again, we're like on a completely different topic, like a completely different, like just train of thought. Minute is an adventure game developed by John, maybe it's Jan or John, uh, Willem Nijman, uh, co-founder and one half of Vlambeer. Uh, Vlambeer, uh, for those who don't know, uh, it was founded by that guy whose name I just said and Rami Ismail, uh, most known for games like Serious Sam, The Random Encounter, Ridiculous Fishing, and Luftrausers, and also Nuclear Throne. Um, apparently, uh, the game was published by Digital Devolver or Devolver Digital, as they're actually known as. It's, and I honestly, shouldn't have said apparently it's because it's they, a, actually a 50 -50. Were, they actually were published by Devolver Digital. I don't know why I said apparently. Uh, and it was released uh, on the Windows, Mac OS, Linux, Xbox One, and PlayStation 4 platforms uh, on April 3rd of 2018. And it was eventually released on Nintendo Switch as well. I want to take a quick second to stop here and say... You want to take a quick minute? Man... Yeah, uh, me and Chad were really, really bummed out when we discovered that this was not a Vita game. I think both of us going into this assumed that this was a Vita game because, like, yeah, and, and we'll we won't dive immediately into our thoughts on it <clears throat> on this right here, right now. But like, this game exudes strong Vita energy. This game feels like it would have been right at home on the Vita in like the mid 2010s, uh, but alas, it never released on the Vita. Uh, in fact, I mean, you know, the going over the platforms that originally released on it never even originally released on a handheld device until eventually the Nintendo Switch version came around. And presumably you can also play it on uh, Steam Deck as well, of course. Um, in their defense, but yeah, Vita was basically dead by the time this came out. So They could have, like, here's the thing. At this point in time, it's impossible to release new games on the Vita because they closed the, like, application process to release new games on it but like 2018 you could have still put your game on vita if you really tried and cared yeah obviously i could tell by there. playing this they did not try or care <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> kidding. right into our thoughts on minute um adam i see that you just posted a 
uh, review, a, a quick little review of Minute in our group chat. Is this from someone we know? Yeah, that's a, uh, a listener wrote in it with a uh, Got it. Gotcha, All right, gotcha, we'll gotcha, save gotcha. that till the end then. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I want to go around the room and have everybody share their thoughts on this little game that we all played. Brian, you're our guest of the evening today. What did you think about Minute? Um, I, before we kick off, I'm curious to see what Adam's going to say, because I'd just like to note that I was listening to a pretty cool podcast recently where Adam said, regarding Pikmin, he does not like games with timers. And that made me wonder, what is he going to do with Minute? Mm, yeah, right. <clears throat> I have notes on Minute, uh, and I don't really have a good summary about my thoughts. I didn't think about that. So I don't know what you want me to do. Well, <laughs> so what the fuck do you want we even, me? <laughs> just on like a very basic level, yay or nay? I say yay. <laughs> All right. And I, I can, I guess I can summarize a little bit. I would say, yay, if you want something you can pick up and put down really quickly, just on a whim, if you're just waiting for the podcast to start and they're taking forever and they said 730 <laughs> EST and you're just wondering if there's going to be a link sent, what's going to happen? I could have picked up Minute, played a couple rounds or six, and uh, I would have been good to go, especially if you play on the Switch because it's handheld. Mm. Adam, what'd you think about Minute? I think Minute has really cool ideas, and I like the idea of playing this game at quote unquote a minute at a time. It's a it's like feels like an old school you know Game Boy adventure game, but just the twist on it is like you're gonna die, so that's how you play through the levels. I think that's a cool idea. I don't personally love that because, as Brian mentioned before, I hate games with time limits on them, um, and especially being quote unquote sixty seconds is really tough for me because I'm like. I feel like I'm not going to do anything. Um, I actually got a decent way amount through the game. I didn't finish it, but then I watched a speed run, so I know what's going really? on. You didn't even you didn't finish, finish this it? game? That's <laughs> no, like absolutely. a minute, not a minute, like an hour and a yeah, half. I played it, I beat it in like 45 minutes. Yeah, no, I did not. I was playing it, <laughs> um, wow. I was enjoying it, but then I was like, in like, you know, after I did like the base stuff, I was like, okay, kill the crab, do whatever, do this. Then I was like, fuck, I don't know what to do. And then that timer just keeps going. I was like, you know what? I can't handle this. <laughs> I I hate having the time crunch on me whenever I feel like I don't know what I need to do. If it's like, hey, get to the end of this level in this amount of time, cool. If it's like explore this open world within sixty seconds, like, oof, boy, that's tough. But again, like the idea, it's not an Adam thing. I don't have anxiety, but it's gonna make me have it. So uh, I think it's a cool <laughs> game, but uh, just for an Adam thing, I don't like. I don't like the middle part was was rough for me. I like the beginning. I like the conceit. I just don't like playing the middle part of the game. Chad, I get the sense that considering you actually beat the game, you probably enjoyed it a little bit more than Adam. I guess or so. Or did you? <clears throat> yeah, I guess I enjoyed it. I the, the time loop mechanic is something that I also thought I was going to hate. It's the reason why I never beat Majora's Mask until I was like 30 years old, even though now it's like my second favorite Zelda game of all time. Um, but this, this 60 second limit wasn't like, it wasn't a deal breaker for me because I felt like everything I wanted to do or thought that I needed to do was easily accomplishable in that 60 seconds until you started getting to the end and where you're like, I have to take like the golden path in order to get right there to do this thing by the last second. So I'd like, like everything that I thought was 
was accomplishable happened pretty easily. Uh, I did have to look up for a 45 minute game. I did have to look up a guide twice because I got stuck. But um, I, overall, I guess it was it was fine. It was I didn't hate anything about the experience, but I honestly don't think I will ever think about this game again. Yeah, uh, jumping into my own thoughts on this game, my thing about this game is I feel like this is an incredible premise for what could have been an incredible roguelike game that instead was made into what I think is kind of a mediocre Zelda-like game. I don't think it's all that bad, but as we've all kind of alluded to, the puzzles are a little bit on the obtuse side. Some of them are pretty easy and straightforward, like, hey, you got to figure out how to kill these five crabs in the limited amount of time you have. Others, like, how the hell do I get this fucking scuba diver to come out of the water? Like, <laughs> I, I literally have no clue who believed we'd be able to figure this out on on your own. This game also does something that's kind of a pet peeve of mine when it comes to these sorts of Zelda likes, which is they give you some sort of offensive ability very early on. Like, hey, you can slash his sword forward, you can do some damage with it, and then all the upgrades and items that you get along the rest of the adventure are just superficial upgrades to that one ability. It's like, great, now you can use your sword to cut down trees. Now you can use your sword to cut down boxes. Uh, or now you, your sword does like a little bit more damage, but the game never is like, well, now you get like a specific, like now you get knives that cut out, cut down boxes. Now you get like an ax that cut, cuts down boxes. It all kind of just uses the same item from front to back. And it's like, I recognize that, look, this game is meant to be very short. It's meant to be a very kind of sweet one and done experience. None of us should be expecting the world from it, but I just feel like the fact of the matter is that we are living in a world where there are now many, many other games out there that are like an hour, an hour and a half, two hours long that tell fantastic experiences. And on that wavelength put up against those games, I feel like this game doesn't really knock it out of the park all that much, you know, put up side by side with something like uh, uh, Gone Home, for example. I know some people will protest me making this comparison because Gone Home, a very different experience, an entirely 3D experience, probably much more expensive and many more man hours went to, into creating it. But like, I feel like that game accomplishes so much more in what is ultimately a very, very similar runtime overall. I feel like we've said. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Brian, I'm, take me through your notes. If you want, I'll go, go through Brian's my notes. Stepping and, up and to if, the plate. Come on, Brian. It, knock it out it, of the park. End things yeah, on a high note. If it incites uh, more comments from you, maybe maybe it'll spark something, but we'll see. The uh, kind of what you were just saying, the one minute gimmick wasn't heavily utilized, I didn't think, um, such as a, with a game like Braid, where it also has a time mechanic, but it does so many different kinds of things with that. Um, this, the, the things they did with this was you run a long ways and you encounter a slow talking guy and it's like, well, you better get to him fast or he'll run out of <laughs> Which, words. To, you won't hear everything and, he has and I to will say. say. That one particular moment that you're referencing right now, that was a fun moment. I thought that was actually a really fun use of the game's mechanic for that yeah, minute there. I enjoyed that. That I was agree. clever, especially I like the, the trophy pop at the end of it. That made it worth it. Hell yeah. I, I agree, but things like that and then just barely reaching your destination and making it easier for yourself by opening up shortcuts like such as the bridge and stuff. That's about 
all they did with the mechanic. I think that I can remember. Mm -hmm. um, interestingly, uh, if you've never played the game, you can you can go unlock new little headquarters for you to spawn in, new little spawn points. And it's similar to the way that I play survival Minecraft. If I go exploring, I'll build a little space, a little base with my new bed. And, and then I can, if I die, I start there instead of way, way back. It lets you get around the world a little better. Um, uh, let's see the graphics. What do you guys think about the, the artwork in this game? I don't like black and white games. Let's say it right what? now. What? Not a fan of it. No. Nope. You, you, like you like Undertale? Did you like Undertale? No. Oh my god. I haven't played much of Undertale either. Um, I like the, again, like Game Boy Super NES style, but I do like a little bit of color. That's just me. It's just a weird personal thing. Like, even if it's like greens or like I, Oberdin, I think looks cool, but it's not yeah, really black and white. Yeah. I I honestly, the art style didn't bother me. The only the only thing that did bother me was that your fucking dude looked like a Tamagotchi. It looked like the fucking first level <laughs> is Tamagotchi. He is I he don't a know. I don't furry? Know. What is he? I don't know. I hated looking at his stupid face, though, the whole time. And his stupid bill with his stupid eyeballs and his dead stare. That was uh, carrying his knife sorry, on the ahead. back of his head. I hated it. That was my nitpick. Characters a little kind of ugly, and I could. There were moments where I couldn't discern things. The clarity, like I hit a black spot, and I realized, oh, that's water. I had no idea. Oh yeah, and there yeah. Were, there were little things that I, until I got context, I didn't know what they were just by looking at them. I did Color appreciate looking at that looking at the graphic that's on the screen right now when, as it goes away. I did appreciate that, like the way that they made thing, like your little circle of light in the dark areas. And they like the less oh, yeah. light it got, it was just like less densely filled with dots. I thought that was a cool, cool way of making that happen. Yeah. A, a fun fact about this game's art style uh, on Minute's Wikipedia page, Minute's artists listed are Kitty Callis and Dominic uh, Johan, or maybe Johan. I don't know how his name is pronounced. Uh, apparently, uh, the uh, British game designer known for his work on The Stanley Parable. Oh. Interesting. Don't look anything alike. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, little little observation. The noise that the clock makes when it's counting down to your death reminded me of like Oh, no, wait. Hold on. I, I actually do need to issue a correction. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dominic Johan or Johan was the art director on Crows, 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 which is a game that William Pugh, the director of the Stanley Parable, worked on. Ah, uh, not not taking so it's like away two from this, of Kevin Bacon away. Yeah, <laughs> not 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 taking away from this Johan or Johan fellow's accomplishments. I'm sure, he's a great guy. If you're listening to this, hello, I'm sure you're cool. Uh, but yeah, he didn't work on Stanley. He was Parable. a racist. No, don't 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 go spreading misinformation like that. that. <laughs> Everyone named Johan is a racist. I've heard that from two people on this podcast already. <laughs> I, I will say, I do want to say here real quick, real fast before I forget, the final boss of this game, actually pretty cool. I yeah, actually I was, I was had impressed a lot of fun with the final boss. I was, I was impressed. I didn't think, 
I don't. I honestly thought we were going to get to the very end of it and just shutting down the sword factory was going to be the end of the game. And I was like, all right, fine. And then there was a boss. I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> the thing that I didn't enjoy about the boss is that it was like it was an interesting mechanic of like the sword showing up and then you got to go to the one that just showed up and kill it. And that. But like if you died during it, it just respawned you back at the beginning of that part of the boss. Like I was like, oh, that right. feels too easy for the whole you know, the whole game. You're like restarting from these save points like. I don't know. It felt too easy. I, I didn't mind that. What I was a little bit annoyed about is that the final boss is basically a point of no return. If you want to go and collect all the collectibles mm -hmm. in the game, get all that stuff, you basically have to start a new save slot, which I did. And it it didn't take that much time, but it was a little bit annoying. That was interesting. I got I did get to the end and realized, oh, I collected like 24 percent of all the collectibles. <laughs> I was very shocked. I'm um, assuming no one did the new game plus or whatever. I did. You get, oh, Alex so you get the, the platinum, platinum sword. And, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I okay, went in platinum, platinum the game. Right. The, Interesting. So the new game plus mode where you only have 40, is it, it's 40 seconds. Yeah. And yeah. I can't even remember what this game featured. Yeah. Uh, you think it would be super duper hard. However, the thing about the new game plus 40 second mode is that you start off automatically with the broken sword. And so to beat the game on new game plus mode, you only have to interact with the toilet, deposit your broken sword in it, and you immediately beat the game. You get to like basically <laughs> bypass the like the final act of the game. So it's actually pretty like surprisingly reasonable. You can actually beat it very quickly if you know what you're doing. It's it, it is harder though. There's there's less time on the clock. You only ever get one heart through the whole game. You get hit, yeah. you die. Uh and then uh it's rearranged a bit. Like there were in New yeah. Game Plus, like there were five crabs and they were dispersed differently and weird little yeah. things like that. A couple of changes, yeah. Tell you one thing um, I should have known. I should have known going into this thing, the snakes. I was chopping up snakes right. left and right, and then I got that that little ghost that tells me snakes are your friends, and I was like, "Oh <laughs> fuck, they totally undertailed me. <laughs> what have I done?" <laughs> yeah, poor snakes. All right, I, I think we're spinning our wheels a little bit. Well, I've got uh, two things then. If you're about oh. done, well, I've okay. got more say about minute, you guys. That's okay. why we're here. Well, <laughs> well, Brian, go I'm out of Mountain Dew. <laughs> I guess we're trapped here forever. <laughs> yeah, you can't leave, Brian. You go first. Okay, I'll just go through them real quick. Uh, the noise the clock makes when it's ticking down harken back to the days of 2004 when I used to watch 24 on TV and there were two scene transitions. Wandering through the desert, the endless desert gave me King's Quest vibes. Oh, yeah, King's Quest. I haven't thought about that in a minute. Hey, uh, I thought the pacing of this game was pretty good when I wasn't sure what to do. It was usually just a matter of like going back to old places that I hadn't been to in a while and realizing, oh, there was this thing back here I could have didn't realize. I tell you um, the one thing that threw me off that I that I had to look up was the boat wood. It was like, yeah. oh, get me some boat wood. It's usually near snakes. And every time that I went to a screen that had snakes on it, there was no fucking wood anywhere. And it's like, oh, it's the tree outside of the snake dungeon. That that's like one of two things I had to look up. One thing I didn't like about the minute timer is that uh, you get all the way to your destination. It takes you that long to walk, and you have just a moment to get it done. And if you don't, it's like, I got to start back. And if, and for what? Because they have a gimmick. They got to do the gimmick, even if it's not <laughs> for a good reason. Yeah. It's just annoying. 
Uh, and then there would be things you get, just like Stardew Valley, you unlock the island, you take all your time to get out there, it gets to the end of the day, and you have no time to do anything out there because you, you die and go back. That is... But uh, the last thing I wanted to say was, I, since you were gracious enough to have me on as the guest, I went a little above and beyond, and I actually played Minute Fun Racer. Oh, yeah. I, I, I meant to bring this up in my notes, but uh, that game came out in like 2021, right? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> minute fundraiser. This you're, you're the minute fundraiser. I can <laughs> expert tell you my review. review. You should know everything <laughs> about it. Tell us about minute fundraiser. It did look cool. I did you're play still it, playing that like, stupid that duck cool. Tamagotchi, though. <laughs> yeah. I have, a, I have a short little review I wrote. Okay. It'll take less than a minute. Uh, Minute Fun Racer should be called Minute Mild Amusement Racer. <laughs> it's a procedurally generated endless racer where you have to avoid obstacles in your race car and collect coins to increase your always ticking playtime. Run out of time and the race ends. One odd thing about it is that although you start on a city road full of traffic, none of the people or the cars are moving. Uh, as you collect coins to increase your allotted playtime, you can spend them on upgrades between each session. One thing that's odd is every time you die, which will happen frequently, your menu selection will default to either try again, or if you can afford any item in the store, it will default to store. Which means if you can afford a cheapo item that you don't want, like the horn, every time you die, you have to like bump it up the selector to play again, because it's like, you want to go to the store? And I'm like, fuck no, I don't. Uh, Every time, let's see, blah, blah, blah. Purchasing all the Five items happens left. Fuck. <laughs> Purchasing all the items happens pretty quickly, and it wasn't until I bought almost all the items that I finally made it out of the city biome into the wasteland. This gave me motivation to keep going forward, but sadly, once I bought all the items, my drive kept, uh, my drive to drive kept plummeting. I didn't want to play oh anymore. Oh my so God. Not bad, not bad for $4, but uh, it's not much more entertaining than a mobile game. It's something you can do with your hands at a bus stop or whatever. Yeah, it sounds like a mobile-ass game, which is an yeah, one bad, minute and about 14 seconds. Ooh, well, that's only... I could have done it in a minute. I, I, it took me about 30 seconds to realize you were counting, and then I got put under the gun. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Alex right. doesn't have guns. He's in Canada. That's true. They can't have them up there. All right, yeah, so I got two things. Completely banned. I got this review from Keaton. From secret that, levels. That's, for the record, that's what I was uh -huh. queuing up earlier when I said we were spinning our wheels. Oh, okay, you're fine. You're good. <laughs> uh, so this is from Keaton. Uh, I know him from uh, Secret Levels Discord, which me and Chad won Retro Olympics over there because we're so good at trivia. Well, specifically, yeah. I'm really good at trivia. Watch Rafferty. It's out okay. now on uh, Patreon okay. and on normal YouTube. Oh, um, spoilers. Apparently, Adam won. In the first episode, yeah. Yep. Uh, minute. Is a crazy idea that was amazingly executed. It's a dangerous game because amazingly executed. Yes, it is a dangerous. Let me read the review, Alex. <laughs> Did you guys? For, I, I, this person's I know not you here probably to defend just, themselves. <laughs> I, I know you probably just said this like a, a minute ago. Alex, and I'm don't not you know it's rude to interrupt? I'm not. I'm not even trying to make a pun, but like, did you guys beat this guy's game? Do what? Uh, what? What? No, I didn't. Everyone else did. Ah, oh, damn it. I was going to be like, there's no way, there's no way the guy that's saying, oh man, a minute, it's an amazing game, can make some sort of game show thing that Chad Michaelinis and Adam Gumby wouldn't be able to beat. 
<laughs> wow, insane. Uh, I, <laughs> wow. Minute, uh, excellent. It's a dangerous game because it's the very definition of quote unquote just one more run. Oh, I almost got that item, but I got caught up in that corner. So next time I can get that item. Since everyone is so quick, you don't realize that an hour has passed. That's from Keaton. Uh, and I got a little game for us that we're just going to do one round, one minute apiece, not really one minute. <sighs> it's going to be this or that. These are time loop things. Which one do you think was better? I'm going to start with Alex. Do you like Deathloop more? Or do you like Majora's Mask? What do you think is a better impl- implementation of time loop mechanics? Now, which one do you think is better? Which one's a better time loop story? Uh, and, and by the way, by all means, time me. Like, I know no, I gave Brian a lot of fast. grief earlier. <laughs> for, all right. Fuck, it's fuck tough, because it, like, Majora's him. Mask is a game that, you know, I have so much nostalgia for. I still think that game is very strong. You know, though, I'm going to be spicy. I'm going to say Deathloop. I appreciated all the, like, modern like advancements in mechanics, just the kind of like overall fluid feel of that game. The one area where Majora's Mask, I think is still a better game than Deathloop is the quality of the writing. I think the quality of the writing in Majora's Mask is still, after all these years, surprisingly top notch. I thought some of the writing in Deathloop a little bit on the kind of childish shy, but overall Deathloop wins. Okay. Chad. Those children say think- fuck a lot in Deathloop. Those childish I writers, mean, <laughs> they say fuck so many you're, times. You're not entirely off from <laughs> some of the quality. <laughs> Chad, do you think mm-hmm. yes. that Returnal is a better implementation of a time loop or Outer Wilds? Mm, here's the thing. I played 10 minutes of Outer Wilds and said, no, thanks. Don't like this. Uh, mm-hmm. So definitely Returnal because it's fun to play. And Outer Wilds is frustrating and boring and stupid. Yep. Even though Returnal is not actually a time loop game. All right. Um, <laughs> I've got one for you. The art. I guest, don't even Brian. think I got far enough to know that Outer Wilds was a time loop game either. So. That's true. Brian, I got two ones. I got two for you. You've already mentioned it, but Braid. So do you think Braid is a better impl- implementation of a time loop or a yes. little podcast about Bemidji? Oh, shit. Why did I say yes? About what? <laughs> Tell them about your, the podcast real quick. I love He did a time loop podcast on Time to Die. Adam was our guest on our Time to Die podcast, and we had a one-shot where we played uh, a cri- uh, Halloween. No. It was Christmas. Christmas. I'm talking about the Bemidji one, though. I'm trying to remember. We did Bemidji for Halloween. No, well, we I don't remember. I wasn't in Bemidji, though. You mentioned me in the background. What is this oh, thing? What is this Bemidji? Tell them about Bemidji. <laughs> hey, hey uh, Chad, if you yeah. could just cut all this and then splice it together when i start talking about the right thing we'll do live that. on twitch yeah. uh-huh. thank you so bemidji uh we had this one shot where uh it was basically groundhog day except with murder our characters kept fucking dying all the time it was okay. a good time our uh our, our episodes are edited in an audio drama style with sound effects and music but we're doing actual plays like dungeons and dragons and uh Morkborg and all the likes so you should check it out. Uh, time to die RPG.com. Um, Bemidji is also a city in Minnesota. And from That's the photos, it looks like a place where you wish you would die every day. <laughs> <laughs> I say Bemidji's better than Braid because you killed a child by choking on McDonald's in that in that episode. Ooh. So I think that's pretty good. Spicy and if that nuts. offends you, Tim Tim killed the child. Well, I didn't true. have you anything didn't to do, do with it, it. Technically, yes, very good. Tim, right. Tim's a monster. He is awful. He's great. Uh, that's my games. That's it. Wait, Adam, you didn't get one. Which is wh- Adam? Which is which is a better time loop? Uh huh. Um, that movie where Keanu Reeves leaves messages in the lake house mailbox, 
That's good or one. Looper, where there was bad makeup. I haven't seen Looper. Okay, but what's your answer? So the mailbox. Nice. <laughs> I, I was going to say, or the lake house. I was going to say, I would, go, I would go with the Keanu Reeves one. I saw Looper. I thought the movie was okay. Now I'm done. Is that it? All right. All done and I guess that's it. I guess that's it. All I will right. say, before we completely and utterly conclude this weirdly long podcast episode <laughs> that we've done, you know, I will say to, to actually try to end this on a like coherent note. This game is interesting because, like, as we went over at the beginning-ish of the podcast, like, this game was made by a lot of, like, pretty talented names in the game industry. Like, one half of Lambeer, people that have been involved in the works of the guy that made Stanley Parable. Uh, apparently, like, when I was looking through the designers, one of the other designers is uh, Jukio Kalio, which sounds like I'm making up names at this point, but... He was responsible for working on the soundtracks for, uh, in addition to Minute, Fall Guys, and Nuclear Throne, and uh, Luftrausers. And it's like, this game has a lot of great talent that went into it, and it reminds me so much of when a, like, big, like, Marvel director makes her, like, $200 million Marvel movie, and then the next movie they make is, like, a five million dollar budget, like, nothing movie. Like, after directing Avengers, uh, what was it? Infinity War, and then it was Endgame. After Endgame, do you know what movie uh, Joe and Anthony Russo directed next? In the Babysitter, starring Vin Diesel. They directed a <laughs> 2021 American crime drama film called Cherry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With starring Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Not seen that movie. For all I know, it's actually it's pretty, pretty decent. But, yeah. like, it, I feel like this... I feel like Minute has very similar energy to this, of, like, a bunch of real talented folks got together and were like, oh man, we, we spent so much time and money making our other bigger games. Let's just make, let's just bang something small out. And you know what? I kind of got to respect them for that, even if I don't absolutely love the game. And that's all I have and to they, say. And they directed one episode of Minute to Win It with Guy Fury. I just want to <laughs> say before we close off, I fooled you guys. I was drinking Summer Freeze Mountain Dew this whole time. It was Easy all Rush worth it. was just a facade. <laughs> it was all worth it. It wasn't that bird pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> Suckers. Uh, well, thank you, Brian, for being on the podcast. Uh, in case somebody didn't listen about three minutes ago, what are some things that you do where places people can find you, etc.? Time to Die RPG on our social medias. That's Twitter, Instagram, and uh, sort of Reddit. Not really, but you can find us there. And then head over to timetodierpg.com to find all of our content and episodes. Dope. And then uh, everyone go to patreon.com slash respawningfire, where you all voted on our barf game for June. Apparently, it was the <gasps> hardest poll that we've ever put up. And we've got like three or four different people I, I say will that. Say, I will say, real talk, Y'all showed up on patreon.com slash responding fire to vote for this one. Yeah, we went from one vote to six votes, which is like half our patrons. Yeah, um, thank you guys. Yeah, plus everyone on, on Twitter. We got a bunch of people on Twitter. Remember, Twitter collectively counts as one Patreon vote. So if you want your vote to count more, go to Patreon. That's the Electoral, Electoral College. This time you all did vote for... A game that I will play on PlayStation Vita because I already own it there. Axiom Verge. That Ooh. is uh, that is what we are playing. Yeah. Metroidvania is a baby. Uh, I will 
reserve my thoughts on this game for the time being, but I will say this is a game I previously tried playing and did not complete. So <gasps> I will, I will, I will finally I will get around you, to beating it. I will give you guys a heads up. If the first like biome of this game is basically just old school Metroid one, and it's not great for that reason. Uh, once you branch out past that, it turns into its own thing. Dope. Okay. So Adam, if you do your classic, I hate this, I'm putting it away. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, there's good stuff out there. You just got to get to it. I was going to find some, some random Don't thing. bayonetta this shit. Yeah, yeah he's going to find, oh, sorry, uh, Axiom Verge. There was one block that was like a shade of purple that I just, I don't fuck with that shade of purple. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't finish it. Okay. I started, I, I literally cried tears when he said he stopped playing Bayonetta. And then Alex was like, it gets action heavy after where you left off. <laughs> Minute is cherry. Alex, go see. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Adam's frozen and dead. So with that, we will uh, hop off. <laughs> Thank you, Brian, for joining us. We'll be right back on twitch.tv slash affability. It's in like 15-ish minutes for our regularly scheduled programming. boo doo boo 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 Don't have sex. Always wear condoms. <laughs> That's our sign-off for this one. <laughs>